Friends, this is a special edition of the More to the Story podcast. I'm so glad that you could come along for this. And it's a special edition because I'm highlighting some firsthand interaction with the Asbury Revival that's happening in Wilmore, Kentucky. I don't know if it's proper to call it the Asbury Revival. It's the Jesus Revival, right? The Holy Spirit is working and active. And so I had a Facebook Live conversation with my niece, who's a freshman at Asbury University, and one of her friends, and then a couple of my friends who are at Asbury with me. And I was glad to be able to highlight their in, the, the way they've been impacted by this revival. Okay, so I have them. Now, sadly, the video, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, won't be able to see it there. I'm sorry about that, but you'll be able to hear it. And those of you who are listening to audio form of this, it'll be fine. And you might even notice that uh, my conversation with Olivia is such she can't hear me. And I had to type questions to her. But the point is, I was able to get her talking about it, and that's all I wanted. So you don't need... You don't need our interaction to make that happen. But also, I have a conversation I had with Steve Siemens, who was at the 1970 Asbury Revival. He taught at Asbury Theological Seminary, and he's somebody who has studied revivals. So he was there in 1970, and now he's there at this current revival, and he has a grandson who's there as well. So I think it's really interesting and special for me to hear from him, and I'm glad to share it with you. If you're interested in some of the things that come from my podcast, you can find out more about that type of stuff at my website at andymillerthe3rd.com. God bless you all. All right, friends, I am so thankful for opportunity. Uh, for those of you who are able to check out the, my Facebook feed and those of you who are maybe listening to this later, it's such a blessing. As I imagine, people are aware of what's happening in Wilmore, Kentucky at Asbury University and Connected Asbury Theological Seminary as well, that there is a revival happening. And if you've seen the pictures, if you've heard videos, you just sent something authentic about it. And I am so delighted that I was able to get my friend, Dr. Steve Siemens, on the call just to tell us what's going on in Wilmore. Steve, welcome. I'm so glad to see you. Hey, Andy, it's, it's, it's great to see you again, and it truly has been an amazing last uh, four or five days. It really kind of began on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, you know, really after the chapel service, there were about 20 students or 30 students that, that hung around to pray, and then it was amazing. Students started coming back to chapel, some of them after their class and so forth, and then by the mid-afternoon, there was, you know, 100 or 200 students in Estes Chapel, and it's been going ever since. And uh, just a wonderful, sweet presence of the Lord that's in that place. And, uh, you know, uh, Andy, it, it's folks go over there and they're struck by the, the peacefulness of it. Mm. And I think if, if I were to say the thing that strikes me the most is the the, the worship orientation of what's been happening as yeah. college students, because, you know, this, uh, this, this revival is about Gen Z mm. and wow. it's about college students. Yeah. And I don't think we've ever had a generation uh, that's grown up as they have really since basically since nine 11 following uh, they've been through a lot. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think Jesus is on a mission amen to give his heart to them mm. and 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 to you know it's 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 not enough for them to hear for second hand about the mighty acts of god mm. but to encounter them firsthand you know 
and that's what that's what really you know grabs people in revival they have such profound authentic encounters with the risen jesus uh that like paul standing before king agrippa 30 years later uh they're willing to say you know i don't care what you do to me i just can't be disobedient to the heavenly vision that's right i, I i've been apprehended man and uh people are getting apprehended uh by the lord there you know he's meeting folks in in there's a lot of confession and repentance and uh folks are getting healed uh, a lot of emotional healing some physical healing wow. uh, but it's really quiet uh, mm. and 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 peaceful and of course now what's happened is a lot of people from the outside have come along and have, have come in fact i'm getting texts from people are saying do you think i could come to wilmore is this going to be going on in a couple of days and whatnot and uh so but first and foremost um this is for these college students and it's been right. interesting how uh, a number of students from other uh colleges and universities have, you know some of them sent buff bus loads of kids wow. down here uh uh they're they're at the heart and center of what god is doing and uh, this is, uh, Steve, one of the things that's so interesting to hear you reflect on this, I mean, you're there, you're in town and you've spent, I'm guessing, dozens of hours in this revival already, right. maybe breaking away just for me for a few minutes. Thank you for that. But but on top of that, your your perspective is unique. I, you yeah. know, I'm not trying to say special, but you were there in 1970. This happened. Not only that, you have taught in at Asbury Theological Seminary for decades and not only did you teach but you taught on the Holy Spirit and right. you you have you've been a scholar of revivals you've been a practitioner within revivals so I I'm I've been really touched by your messages to the outside world and unfortunately I'm in the outside world now and that can't be in there in Hughes Auditorium myself but um I'm interested in in this perspective that comes, and I am so glad to hear you say this is about these kids. Remember, think think back to 1970. I mean, what was going on in that time, and how it was about those kids, which you yes. were one of those kids. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, as I, I, I I was a senior at Asbury College during the 1970 revival, and uh, but about 25 years afterward, I began to get some historical perspective on I think what was going on there, that revival touched Asbury, touched me, touched lots of us profoundly, but it also touched a number of Christian college campuses. But then there was what was going on out on the West Coast in the Jesus movement. Right. And there was also a, an event in Dallas, Texas called Expo 72. Right, right. I've uh, heard about sponsored that. Sponsored by Campus Crusade and Billy Graham. And and uh, and then there was the, the, the charismatic renewal that was taking place in mainline denominations and even in Roman Catholic circles, uh, as, where the work of the Spirit was was being welcomed into mainline churches, and uh, and as I've looked back on that, Andy, I really believe that those were all attempts by uh, the risen Jesus uh, to reach my generation, the baby wow. boomers. Wow! And you know, I was over in Israel a few years ago. Uh, and uh, I was involved, I was connecting with several different ministries there, and I kept running into people who basically, they, they've been in Israel 30 years, but they all started out in the Jesus movement. Wow. They got, they got, they got, they got apprehended 
you know, they were hippies. They were, and Jesus apprehended them. And now they're serving and laying their lives down. And I really believe uh, that Jesus wants to give himself to every generation. And every generation needs a firsthand encounter. You know, that it's, yeah. it's really interesting. There, in the book of, of Judges, which is a pretty depressing book, because, <laughs> you know, we, the, the, the children of Israel keep turning away. But it, 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 in chapter two of that book, Andy, um, it, um, it, it says that the, 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 the generation of, uh, that came out of, that, that grew up in the wilderness and experienced the mighty acts of God, the manna from heaven, the parting of the Jordan River, uh, seeing the, the sun stand still, watching the walls of Jericho fall down, the, that generation remained faithful all the days of Joshua. Mm. But then it says there rose up a generation that did not know wow. the mighty acts of God. They, In other yeah. words, I'm sure they'd heard their parents talking to them about them since they were tired of hearing about it, you know? Yeah. But it was secondhand. And, it, and it's interesting that those people are seduced and drawn to the gods of the culture, mm. to the Baal, to, to Baal and the other. And then, of course, that's what gets things off track. Th th then, of course, they, they turn away from God. And I believe that every generation needs a firsthand uh, encounter and that the Lord wants to give himself. Yeah. And, I, and I want, he wants to give himself to, to Gen Z. And I have, you know, I have eight grandchildren and they're all Gen Z, yeah. And and one of them named Andrew is in is a junior. What a great name. And yeah, I guess so. <laughs> at Asbury at Asbury University right now, and he's wow. he's in the middle of this thing. Wow. He's in the middle of this thing right now, and and but all I'm saying is, I just I think it's wonderful what God is doing, and I I really do believe that God wants to take this broken generation. Yes. Uh, that's. Uh, and 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 for the sake of his name and for the sake of the nations and for the sake of his glory uh do a work among them uh, mm. that and 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 he, the next 30 to 40 years they're going to be sent on a trajectory their, their lives will be sent on a trajectory that yeah. like paul they'll say i can't be disobedient to this heavenly vision amen oh steve i love it um <laughs> So I think about like the, you talk about the hippie revolution and yeah. what was going Woodstock and all these, I don't know, I, I wasn't there. Okay. Our culture's but, uh, about as messed up now, don't you think? And, yeah, and then see, this is what's happening. Like yeah, the sexual yeah. revolution, yeah. Um, the, the nature of truth, all of these things that are just like, we look at, and I imagine your parents looking at what was going on that at that time and I don't quite have Gen Zers. Mine are a little younger, but yes. I'm thinking about the world they're coming into. And, and I'm looking at, like I have somebody like an Isaiah Friedemann who's up there leading in worship and connected to our family. Right. And he's going to be an example for my kids. And, and part of what's, he is an example for my kids. How, how he, what these people, this generation that's there is experiencing, they are paving the way. And what, you know, we've often thought is a very dark time. Um, so do you see any other comparisons between the culture or the the negative side of what was happening that might have brought this on? Well, yeah, I mean, I I, I do think, and you know, having studied revival and the history of revival, that uh, 
you know, our two our two historic great awakenings historically in this country, yeah. one of them came uh, uh, bef- on the, as a prelude to the Revolutionary War, and the se- the the Second Great Awakening as a prelude to the Civil War. Yeah, and so uh, it just historically it seems like times of crisis and social dislocation, as it were, uh, creates. Uh, desperation, and as they used to say, uh, uh, man's extremity is God's opportunity, or something like that, you know, it's kind of like in the year that King Uzziah died, Yeah, you know, which was a pretty uh, pivotal event, and and that, Isaiah says, I saw the Lord. Yeah. So I think we're kind of in, and I mean, it was interesting, I, I didn't read this article, I, you know, because I, uh, but it, I saw it, it was written by Tim Keller, and okay. it was in the Atlantic Magazine just about a week ago, and it's called, uh, It's Time for Another Revival. Wow. And uh, there, there are a lot of voices that have been saying that, you know, and we've kind of come out of COVID. I actually believe that God has used that to sort of, uh, uh, in, in a sort of John the Baptist sort of way, prepare the way for the Lord, because a lot of, a lot of wow. things have gotten exposed. Yes, indeed. I think, you know, uh, a lot of things are, have been judged. You know, John says, John the Baptist says, every tree that's not bearing fruit is being cut down at the root and thrown into the fire. Mm. We've seen a lot of things, and particularly in the Christian world. For sure. That God has exposed that have been weighed and found wanting. Wow. And yet I think, so we've needed that time to kind of, now it's time for, for Jesus to show up. Uh, and in revival, it's kind of like Jesus says, here I come ready or not. <laughs> you know? uh, I'm going to yeah. take over. You know, and, 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 and he's going to raise up a, a new, I believe, Andy, a new, a new kind of church. Yeah. That can withstand uh, the pressure of this culture, and 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 uh, that will be, uh, you know, you know, when you're so radically in love with him, uh, he's the pearl of great price. Amen. And you don't get seduced, and you don't you you don't compromise. You don't try to fill yourself with, uh, you know, fame and ambition, and you know all the kinds of things. Anyway. I've already noticed you saying several times, and it's been an emphasis in your writing that I've appreciated and preaching and teaching and all the ways that I've interacted with you over a while. But you've said, like, there's an emphasis in this time to think about this as the the power of the Holy Spirit. Indeed, it is. Yes, but you've yeah. often said in this conversation, this is about Jesus. This is the exalted Christ is what Jesus is doing. And in your own writing, I think particularly of um, the if people want to find it in your book on the Ascension, um, thinking about the exalted Christ as the as the climax of the gospel, that this yeah. is what Jesus is doing. And, 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 and maybe you could just parse some of that for people. I mean, we have a, we have several people on with us now uh, yeah. online uh, with us. But what we what we mean, like it, it is the Holy Spirit, but yet at the same time, this is but Jesus is the person on the stage. Yeah. Um, well, yesterday, uh, yesterday, I, I posted something on Facebook and uh, I, I, you know, Jonathan Edwards, who was at the heart and center of the first great awakening in the 
30s uh, in Northampton, uh, Massachusetts. He wrote some of the most wise reflections on revival. They become classic. And basically what he, if I could read what Edward Please do it. Said, yeah, yeah. If you can find you know, it. I, if you need you me can, to fill some time, I can. But you no, got it? I've got it. Uh, okay, great. He's, he says, God hath had it much on his heart from all eternity to glorify his dear and only begotten son. Mm. And there are some special seasons that he appoints to that end, wherein he comes forth with omnipotent power. Mm. And these are times of remarkable pouring out of his spirit to advance his kingdom. And, and, and this is, this is uh, the father saying, uh, you know, you, you all need to know who my son is. You know, <laughs> I want to exalt you. He's going to be, I'm going to exalt him among the nations. Okay. And these times are like that. And so Edwards goes on and he uses a phrase to talk about what seemed to happen to the people in his congregation who had been Christians all their lives. Yeah. But during that awakening, it's like uh, the, the veil was lifted and they got a vision of Jesus. It was like Jesus, they, they, they fell in love with Jesus. They got, they got grasped by Jesus as if they met him for the first time. Mm. And so he uses a phrase, the divine excellency of Christ, uh, Edwards does. Okay. And I think that, that he says when people get captured by that, then it doesn't matter what difficulties they have. You, 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 can't, you, can't, you can't get them away from Jesus. <laughs> you know? And he noticed yeah. that about them. And so I really feel like, first and foremost, it is the work of the Spirit, because the Spirit, according to Jesus himself, comes, he doesn't come to glorify himself, he comes to glorify me. And without the Spirit, we, we, we wouldn't get connected to the glorified Jesus, you know. And so it's, it's his work. And so sometimes in revival, we talk a lot about the work of the Spirit. And right. Praise God. Um, sure. <laughs> I, I love this, uh, the Holy Spirit, because without him, I, I wouldn't know this Jesus. Yeah. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't know the love of the Father for me. So praise God for that. But first and foremost, ultimately, I think revival is about exalting Christ. Amen. And, uh, this is, uh, you, you, you've used a word in before, just as we were getting online, um, I had I family and friends many who were there in 1970. And from what I remember, you know, just peppering them with questions through the years, um, that this one of the songs that was used so often is there's a sweet, sweet spirit. spirit. And you've said the same thing, like the sweetness, like there's something about the word sweet yes. seems to be connected to this revival too. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting how many people who have written reflections on what's what happened to them when they went in there several seminary professors and people, you know, that I know and, and others, and they've just talked about, uh, you know, the, the peacefulness, the sweetness, but just, you know, it's, but it's a, it's a profound, deep sense of the presence of God, mm -hmm. which of course is what the work of the spirit does. He, he, he brings God near, doesn't he? He, he connects us, you know, you know, and, uh, so it's wonderful though, uh, because, uh, I really think that this is going to be, Andy, uh, a, a revival of holiness. Amen. Uh, 
uh, uh, the, the folks are in awe. It's it, it, this this creates an, a sense of awe, quietness, you know, and awe. You know, it's kind of like uh, it, I love C.S. Lewis in the in the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe when the when the children meet Aslan, the lion, for the first yes, time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It it's it says they were glad and quiet. <laughs> and you know uh the, and 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 it's lewis says people who have never been in narnia don't don't understand how something can be good and terrible at the same time wow but if they ever thought that uh they uh they understood now and so there's something I think that's part of the reason why there's a there's a sense of awe and quietness and gentleness, and um, we just praise God for that. Yeah. And as I say, I really do believe that uh, this is going to usher in something on college campuses, because mm. uh, I really do think that Jesus wants to go after the youth, mm. uh, and some of us old guys, uh, we're we're needed to mentor and to help and to to be fathers to these young kids you know and uh, and help them along the way but it's about them it's about so them. so friends who are just coming in i got several people here online i don't know if i'm able to have any questions if i can figure out a way to see that um maybe if my wife's watching she can text me questions if they're there but um uh, feel free to try and put those in i'm talking with my friend dr steve siemens who was at the 1970 revival at Asbury University as a student, and now as an emeritus professor at Asbury Seminary, is still in the area and has been able to participate. His grandkids are participating in that. So I just want to give people a clue as to why I'm having this conversation with Steve right now, and also just like some of his work and our my own relationship with him. So uh, Steve, one of the things we said as we were coming on is that, uh, well, actually before we came on live, you compared uh, your experience with, with both revivals and uh, using the parable of the vineyards, um, the, the workers in the vineyard. So I, if you don't mind, you can say, no, Andy, I don't feel like I should share that. I would love for you to share that. Well, you know, that parable, uh, if you're not familiar with it, uh, some of the, vin the folks went out to work like at eight in the morning and they were promised that at the end of the day, they would get paid one denarii. And then as the day went on, people kept coming up uh, and saying, well, I like to go out. And so there were those that worked eight hours. And then there were those that, you know, kind of went out in the late afternoon and only maybe worked an hour or two. But when it was time to get paid, uh, they all got paid the same. And some of them were a little disgruntled that it worked, you know. Uh, but, you know, when I was a student uh, in 1970, I was like the guys that went out at the end of the afternoon, and uh, I got to benefit from the from the uh, the fruits of the of the revival. Uh, this time, though, I I've been a part of a of a, a praying effort here in this community, praying for renewal and revival and awakening, not just here but in our land. Yeah. And I've been a there's been a group of seminary students uh, that I've been connected with who've been praying really since 2019 every Friday uh for for revival wow. and so th there was even a even a guy from malaysia who uh, left his job in malaysia and moved here uh because he felt like god was calling him to come and, and be a, and pray 
And so I've been, a, this time I've been one of the, the workers that's been out there all day. <laughs> but, but who cares, man? Yeah. The, fruit, the fruit is still the same, you know. It's payday. I, I think it's payday, Andy. There it is. It's time to pay. <laughs> well, and, and, and I've heard you talk about it, and we think about some of the work that um, where, where things are now. I don't want to get too sectarian here, right? Okay. To denominate. By the same time, I don't. People who know me know that I, I can hardly avoid it because I'm a part of this kind of uh, pan Wesleyan community, the seminary where I, both, both of us were, like Wesley Biblical Seminary, Asbury Theological Seminary, Asbury University. We're part of this group that has been connected and calling for an awakening for a while through the uh, resourcing of, of Seedbed, which you've had books and resources published through there. Um, this, this, there is a kind of like a, a drive for this and, and it's coming. We've talked about the cultural things for Generation Z, but also what's happening in the life of um, the broad Methodism, not just United Methodism, but Methodism as it is an emerging global Methodist church. Do you do you see this as a source of a, of a renewal as as these groups are starting, or even there's a pivot in culture? I do think that uh, the folks in the in the Pan Wesleyan family uh, are going to be naturally open and drawn. To what's happening, they they this is this is sort of in our DNA, and um, we're hungry for it. That's why we've been seeking renewal yeah. and revival. And I do believe that God wants to bring it through this Pan Wesleyan family. You know, about fifteen years or so ago, Andy, and I, and I I hope I don't get into trouble on this, but you know there was this. Uh, uh, young Calvinist revival right that happened and and uh people like Louis Giglio and and others and that was one that hey that's wonderful I praise God in fact uh, I've got a, a, a son and a, a, a and daughter in law with that were a part of a of, of a church uh that was you know and that, and obviously they're they're more reformed than what you know uh but I think somehow God is doing something among the, the people called Methodist. Amen. And I mean that in the broadest sense. Yes. What Salvation Army is included, friends. Yeah. In the Salvation Army is certainly, I mean, all, you know, all the different, uh, and, 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 and this includes the, the Pentecostals Amen. and the Charismatics because they're really a part of this family too. You know, I think John Wesley is the grandfather of us all. <laughs> you know, um, Amen. And uh, so, I believe God's just wanting to do something here. Uh, and you know, I think we, speaking of the, the Pentecostal side, um, yeah. we this past weekend at Wesley Biblical Seminary, we hosted a conference on rather or not human sexuality is an essential for, for churches. And we brought in Michael Brown and Matt Ayers and I, the president here at Wesley Biblical Seminary, we, we, we cornered him. <laughs> and we knew, I knew about his engagement in Brownsville, and also his kind of clear, obviously connected the Pentecostal community, but there's so many, like w once we started to delineate, like this is who we are at Wesley Biblical and the things that we'd say there would be the same for what's happening in Asbury. Um, right. He was just resonating and thinking right. about this. And I, I, I just, I think you're right. This isn't just um, the, a, a small, small group, maybe the tribe that you and I are very familiar with. This is 
this is wider and it needs to connect to that world too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, we're, we're just so thankful that uh, God is uh, in our midst right now. And how is it working? Uh, forgive the kind of functional type yeah. of, so they're, uh, are they there all night? Are they, are they eat, how are they eating? Are people coming? Obviously you're at home right now. Yes. And, and yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, folks just uh, obviously come and go throughout the day and, and uh, they're, they're not, you know, they're not trying to keep it formally going all the time, but people are in hues all the time. Okay. You know, there might be people there at three in the morning or five at 5 a.m. You, you walk in there and there might be one person up there uh, playing a guitar and just sort of, you know, but there's nothing formally being led from the front. And then maybe okay. at 10 in the morning, they'll have, then it will become more formalized. A, a worship team will come and some of the leaders who are involved, you know, that are, that are overseeing, that are pastoring and overseeing this will, you know, it will move us through. And then maybe at 10 o'clock at night, they're not trying to kind of keep it going all night or anything. And they're, um, I think they're wise. They didn't, they haven't told people not to go to class. Okay. Uh, you know, they're, they're keeping it and they brought a lot of water and even pizza in, in the back of Hughes, uh, you know, so, cause uh, that's uh, uh, college students manna anyway, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, uh, you know, if you're hungry, go back there and get yourself a slice of pizza, you know, and uh, it's, I feel like they're managing that well. Okay. You know, uh, if if I have a concern right now, it's just that there's a lot of outsiders coming in and, right. and some of them, you know, are older folks. Uh, <laughs> I say, you know, in their forties to seventies, let's just say, and it's really important that this be kept focused on college students gotcha. and it was interesting last night i was there and they actually reserved the middle section of hughes auditorium and they said this is for college students there were some there were signs on those pews saying for because they want the college not just the asbury students right but the okay. students from olivet nazarene and the students from Indiana Wesleyan and Ohio Christian and and any and students from uh, University of Kentucky or whatever they want those students uh, to know that this is first and foremost for them. Mm. So, but it, but uh, it's uh, it, with social media and all uh, these days, it's people want to come and experience what's going on here, and so it, they've got they've got to manage things. Last night. I've never seen that many people in Hughes Auditorium. Oh my. It was it was almost more than wall to wall. Wow. It was just it was uh, you know. So anyway. I was worried. I was thinking yeah. about that. I, I actually I, I was at this I was I was uh, ministering this conference that really took 24 hours and I wasn't able to keep tabs with what was going on. As soon as the conference is over, I checked out what was going on and I saw that a uh, few pictures showing the wall to wall standing room only sort of atmosphere. And I thought, wow, people are really coming in. I'm so glad to hear of this focus on the college students. There's a little bit of me that's like um, 12 hours away. Should I, should I, but, but there's a almost like this and maybe God will lead us to come in the opportunity to get there. But that's, I love the focus 
on the college students, like what God is trying to do for them for this time in their life and how, and like who he's calling them to be for their generation. I think that's got to be like such a focus as they're working through, but at the same time, it's not like they put together a committee to make this happen. I mean, the committee was kind of your prayer group and some others probably all over the world that have been praying for this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, Well, yeah, it's just uh, amazing, you know, what, what, god is up to and uh who knows who knows andy but there's something inside of me and i i don't know if i've got this it's too soon to say i'm sorry to push it i have a sense that this um i have a sense that this is bigger than the. this is going to be bigger than the 1970 revival just in terms of its global impact and 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 because i really think that there is uh, uh, God's people all over this land are praying and and a lot of folks uh, are believing and not just believing, but have had uh, words and, and, and dreams and visions and things. And, and I, obviously that's got to be sifted through and all that. But uh, I believe that this is going to we're, we're, we're shifting into a, a, a time and who knows, I think this could be that. The third great awakening. Wow. That's what I'm hoping and praying pray for, for it. because yeah. I think we need the it, our, our obviously our our country our desperately needs it. But God's people, Amen. Jesus, the church needs to fall in love with the Lord of the church again, yes. and let Him lead and let Him lead the church. Yeah, you know, you know. You talk about the the room and you know the Hughes, the the place where this is happening. Some of my friends don't maybe. I, uh, both Steve and I went to Asbury University, and that space has always been special to me. Like it's um, as as ever since the first time walking in there, yeah, I, I have my senior recital there. I've you know uh, I've prayed with my wife at that altar. I've right. preached there. I've it, this is it's such an important space to me. But yet, like to think that this is a place, and it, it wasn't just 1970, of course, too. But I'm just trusting that God has something in mind, and it and it is the glorification of His Son, right? Yeah. This is the the opportunity for people to get into a deeper, sweeter relationship with Jesus. Could you tell us that uh, uh, your colleague uh, Jason Vickers, my friend, uh, he he had a line about something about the wildness of this, yeah, and the he, lack of yeah, he, yeah. Jason uh, went over and spent. Uh, about an hour and a half or so in uh, in Hughes, uh, a couple of afternoons ago, you know, um, and he said the, the 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 wildness of this revival is the very unwildness of it, you know, and uh, you know sometimes re- people associate revivals with you know uh, frenzy and craziness and hype and all the rest of it. And that's not what's happening right now. Hmm. Praise God for that. It's just a gentle but profoundly deep, uh, profoundly convicting, profoundly deep work of the Spirit. Wow. Yeah. Has there been, and in, in, I think there's been growing uh, openness uh, to get the gifts of the Spirit. Has there been uh, tongues at all? I have, well, you know, I, frankly, I haven't been down at the altar doing a lot of altar ministry. Yes. You know, who knows? I wouldn't say there hasn't been any, anybody that's spoken in tongues, but I don't think that's been a focal point. 
I think gifts of the spirit are being used, particularly as people pray for one another. Yeah. And God is leading people into knowing how to pray and so forth, you know. Um, and, uh, and, and you know, Andy, I, I, I think, frankly, uh, we, uh, we're, we're at a good place right now where we're not, we're not sort of fighting about Amen. the gifts of the spirit anymore. Amen. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, we're, we're, we're at a, we're at a different place right now. I think all of us want to see the gifts of the spirit. Uh, we we, we want to, as Paul says, follow the way of love, but eagerly desire spiritual gifts. Yes. Uh, he says that right after he's after chapter 13 of first Corinthians, the great love chapter, but follow the way of love, but eagerly desire spiritual gifts. And I feel like we're, uh, we're we're finally at a place where we can begin to do that. Amen. And, uh, you know, I know you got to go, and I've been holding yeah. on to you for a while. So I really appreciate your time, Steve. It means well, I want to. I just oh. I just got one thing I want to I want to read to you here because uh, um, I, I had referenced Aslan and Narnia before. You know that when they saw Aslan the lion, who of course, if you haven't been to Narnia, you know that that's that's Jesus he's talking about Amen. but uh there's a prophecy that the the animals tell the children about about the return of Aslan when he's going to come and i actually think that uh that prophecy that um that the beavers share with uh peter and lucy and uh anyway I, who's the other one? peter philip uh and anyway um Susan, Susan, because yeah. one of the kids is kind of off with a white witch at the time, but this is it. This is this is what happened. This is this is a picture of revival. Uh, wrong will be right. Amen. When Aslan comes in sight, at the sound of his roar, sorrows will be no more. Mm. When he bears his teeth, winter meets its death, and when he shakes his mane. We shall have spring again. Amen. Amen. And I think that's a good place. That's a great say, place to stop, Steve. Amen. Amen. Spring <laughs> is coming. Yes. Oh, amen. Steve, thanks for your time. Um, I know I'm joining with others who are praying um, for the students and for everybody who's impacted by this and that it'll, it'll get wider and wider. Amen. All right. God bless you. We'll thanks be in so much, Andy. I've loved doing this. Yeah. I've loved it too. Yeah. <laughs> amen. Bye. Hey friends, I am going live right now to connect with the revival that's happening at Asbury University. And honestly, I'm just getting kind of emotional um, even as we're kind of coming into that at this moment. Like it just is such a, a wild thought to me. So here's what we're gonna do. I have a niece who is there and she's been there since the very beginning. And I'm inviting her to come in to share what's happening. And I have a, a few other friends who are there. So I'm hopeful that this is something that we can make happen. So as she comes on, it's just a little complicated. So as we get there, I'm going to see if she can, um, uh, she'll, she'll be able to request this. In case you haven't heard, um, there is there is there are several people um, who last, just yesterday at Asbury University um, during a regular chapel service, they extended on and there's been a history of revivals that have happened there. I'm, I'm going to invite my, uh, uh, my, my niece, Olivia, to come on. I think it might, might ask you to request. I'm going to see as soon as I can see that you're here, Olivia, then I will be able 
to um, bring you on. I think it should work for us to be able to do that. So it will be something that you can do. And anyhow, I'm really excited to be able to share, share this. Honestly, like I've been, I'm not jealous exactly. I'm thrilled that it's happening. And I just want to be able to be in a position to encourage people to continue to pray. And I actually I just hope that this will be something that can extend on to other locations as well. There's Olivia. I'm going to bring you on, Olivia, right now. And so that's, it's a real awesome thing. It's going to come on here. I'll share this along the way on my podcast and that kind of thing. That might be something we can do. And if you get a link to this, I like, honestly, like what we hope to do. There she is. Hi. Hey, Olivia. I'm, Let me I'm see. So For some reason, my audio is not working. I can't hear you. You can't hear me, huh? Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll, I'll text you a few questions, but um, I... I got you. So you can't hear me, but let's see what we can do. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't, why don't you? I'm gonna just send you a note, and I'm gonna ask you to tell us what's happening. So I'm I'm here. I'm just connected with her. Um, okay. You can hear me now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, no, I can't hear you, but I saw you. Great. So I just um, sent okay. you that. So tell so, us what's yeah, happening. So yeah, we. Do you want me to take you inside? Sure. Sure. I mean. I can take you and I can show you inside a little bit. Um, but we have, well, I'll take you inside in a second. But we've just been nonstop worshiping. We started yesterday after chapel. Um, and for some reason, chapel went long and people just decided to stay in worship. And, you know, sometimes people stay in worship afterwards for like 10, 15 minutes and it like dissipates. And the Lord must have been working because today, like that, yesterday afternoon after chapel, people just stayed and it was just a crowd began to like, you know, come to chapel and all, like we were getting texts from people. We were getting emails like, hey, like come and join us here in chapel. Like there's people, there's movement happening. Right. The Holy Spirit is here. It's moving. And so like I even was in like class and uh, in Morrison and somebody like ran down to the classroom was like, hey, like, you guys got to come now. Like you got to come. You got to see what's happening here. And so like we, our professor was like, okay, class, like let's get up. And we went in and basically like it's just been amazing seeing like the Holy Spirit has been like poured out through the room. Like there's just been so much of the Holy Spirit moving throughout here. God's been so good. There's just been people worshiping here nonstop. Like they didn't even close chapel yesterday. Um, like they, people stayed overnight here, worshiping him, praising God, praying, like the whole thing. So um, yeah, professors too. There've been professors praying over people. There've been testimonies left and right. Like it's just been amazing. We, uh, Dr. The president, President Brown, was here for a little bit this morning, just worshiping with us. He's not here now, but um, yeah. he's a very busy man, I'm sure. But yes, so professors to everybody. There's people from the community, even like we have adults like come over from the seminary, and just people that um, I'm sure are from Lexington. We've had people come from Lexington and other universities as well, just like be there and like join in. And so it's been like really incredible to see that. And so, yeah, great. Um, yeah, sorry I can't hear you. That's kind of a bummer. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> um, sending you a message right now. Okay. And so I'm sending yeah. you a message. And but, uh, yeah, I can and take you inside and show you a little great. bit of Do it. That. It might be really loud. Okay. That'd be great. But, Give us an idea um, of what's happening. Yeah. So. Well, this is great. As she's going in there, she give you guys this is live from the Asbury Revival. This is my way of getting there. Wow, 
great, Olivia. Thank you so much. Sorry, it's a little loud in here. So no problem. Yeah. Can hear me. Um, but uh, it's just been incredible. Is the sound good here? Yeah, okay. it's great. It's, great. Um, great. it's been incredible seeing like God, just because um, I've been dealing with a lot of like anxiety and like a little bit of depression lately. It's just been like really, really difficult to bear like on top of my schoolwork. Um, I've been really like overwhelmed lately and just like being here in this building like you just walk in and you feel the Holy Spirit and you feel like that peace and that's really what I've been like missing in my life is a sense of like peace and like just uh, so yesterday I got prayed over that like the peace and anxiety would like lessen and it's just every time I'm in this building it's it's amazing to see how God has given me that peace and has shown me that like I'm going to make it. He's like, he's my savior. He's greater than anything that I could ever, you know, expect him to do. And so it's like, how dare I not expect him to be able to do that? And so like seeing like him move in other people's lives, it's just, it's been incredible. Awesome. So I just sent you another question and I know you can't hear me, but others might. Uh, a lot of times, yes. yeah. um, like maybe, people maybe if you even step out. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, are people confessing sin? Um, Sorry, uh, did you say you wanted me to talk more about it? Um, just... I sent you a question. Oh, you sent me another question? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Okay. So I yeah. asked about people. Yeah. Yeah, people have been confessing sin and just really kneeling before the altar of God. And it's just really hard. Like yesterday we had testimonies, but it wasn't really testimonies. It was just like confessing sin and like just... <laughs> Yeah, people have been confessing, including myself. Like it's, it's the freedom that the people are feeling in this space is amazing. It's not, it's not the shame is gone, the guilt is gone. You just feel this like, acceptance, this love, God's true love in this space, and it's been really cool to see like how that's been working. Um, people have been like really courageous and brave, like to get up and courageous and brave to get up in front of everybody and like say like some of that stuff. But it's been amazing to see how God's like worked in their hearts. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, I, I just sent you a message. I just sent you a message. <laughs> okay. So I'd love to hear another. So you, a little, friends who are on. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Please friends who are on right her. now. Um, Olivia okay. can't hear me, and that's okay. But at the college oh, that Abby and I met at, um, we we have family. Oh, this is my niece, who's uh, been in, uh, a part of a revival that's happening. At so she's going to get a friend. Uh, who's yeah, I grabbed her for a second. So um, I'm not bothering her because she can't hear me at this point. So I'm going to just like uh, fill in okay, time. So there's no audio, her. so we can't hear him. But he's talking. He's giving a question. So this is Megan. Hi. Um, Hi, Megan. Good friends here. She plays tennis with me as well. Um, but he was asking if you would maybe feel comfortable sharing a little bit of what God's been doing this weekend. Yeah, maybe a little bit of testimony. Yeah, of course. Um, so coming into this, I didn't really know what was going to happen. Um, but it was yeah, super here. exciting. Let's go outside. Um, sorry, one second. So let's go really are just texting questions. I'm texting questions. Right. Sir, <laughs> you can't hear me. Oh, we have some people. Um, yes, great. Coming into this, I didn't really know what to expect. I was just a little confused with what was going on. A lot of people were like, come, come to chapel. And I was like, okay, why? It's the middle of the afternoon. Um, but I'm so glad I did. Um, worship is the way that the Lord speaks to me most. And so just like being in the presence of all these people in this community, it's just really helped me, I guess, just grow my relationship with Christ. Um, but I know that he's like poured into my spirit about just letting go and just giving it all to him about what I've been through in my past. So it's been a great experience. Yeah. So hopefully 
usually he'll text me another question. I don't know what's with the audio, but it's okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask. Like, just tell us what it feels like. Oh. Hughes. This is a historic yeah. building. Oh, it feels like those types of things. Right? Oh my gosh. So <laughs> it's so surreal. It's so surreal. It's unbelievable. I don't I mean. I've never seen so many people yeah. in a room. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It's insane. Like you walk in and it's like no other feeling like you've ever felt. It's, it's just so much deeper than like that kind of like mountaintop like feeling you get when you go to camp. You know, like you get that one night of worship where everybody's like, you know, the Holy Spirit's there, but like no, it's deeper than that. Like it feels like different in a way. And so. So some people might say, and I know you can't hear me. It's okay. Some people might say it's just emotionalism, or you're just um, working yourself think it up. It is emotional. I mean, all of us have broken down in some type of way. You know, just giving it to God, whether crying or praising, whatever. Um, a lot of people have spoken about their testimonies, which have been really intriguing to just listen and just kind of hear about what someone else is going through, because maybe the same that I've been going through, or whatever, and I've been able to relate to some people in that way. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think there is i mean you know the lord moves through like us and through the holy spirit and touching us in different ways and of course that's going to be emotional um i think that like in a sense of like is this just like emotions is this just like something like a high that we're experiencing with like worshiping with other people i think i think it, it, there's no way it could be like this is this is a movement this is the holy spirit that everybody's feeling it's been going on for hours it's literally been going on for more than 24 hours which is insane and going on 30. right going on 30. wow, wow. <laughs> Yeah, and so it's just, uh, I just think, an unbelievable experience. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, so much deeper than that, like, baseline, like, feeling of, like, the Holy Spirit. No, like, the Holy Spirit is moving. God is moving in this way. So, so I'm asking another question. Were people there all night long? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a bunch of people walking in with, like, pillows and yeah. sleeping bags and blankets, and they were ready. Some guy brought his mattress from Johnson, <laughs> like, pulled it from Johnson and slept there. Some other guy brought a hammock. Like, I'm not really sure. Um, but, yes, there were people just sleeping there overnight in an incredible way. So it's it's been really amazing to see, like, how the Lord is working through people and just how that's, like, affected the campus here as well. Because, like, you, I've had classes where there literally have been five people in the entire class. And you're like, okay, well, and the professor's like, where is everybody? Chapel. Everybody's at chapel. Wow. And so it's wow. been, like, really cool to see. So uh, I'm asking a question about classes. So what has happened with the classes? Um, for me, all of my classes were actually canceled today, which is great. So it gave me the flexibility to just come at any time and just be in there and just worship. Um, but I know for some of my friends, they had to go to class. Yeah, I had um, class today. And so like I, I still had to show up. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Moving, I guess moving into tomorrow, we'll see, you know, how this is still rolling, if this is still going. Um, we'll see if they end up canceling classes. Um, some professors are more lenient than others. Obviously, like, her professor canceled class. Um, I had, a, like, chem lab today, and so I had to be there. Um, but, like, most, I missed the class yesterday, and I, like, emailed the professor. I was like, listen, the Lord is moving in Hughes. Like, can I please, like, I'm just going to let you know, like, I'm not going to be at your class. I'm really sorry. And he, like, he was completely understanding. He was like, don't even worry about it. Like, I... I would love to be there myself. Wow. So. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm asking another question. For those of you who are coming in a second, they can't hear. They can't hear me. But yeah. I'm just, I'm texting. This is my movie. <laughs> are we eating? I okay. just, I, That's a really good question. Yes. 
Are you, I asked the question. Yes, like, there's a little bit of like downtime yeah. or just like just your own time with the Lord. Some people yeah. will step out, grab some food. They actually ordered us Little Caesars pizza. Yeah, last night last everybody night. stayed there so and they, they just ordered pizza. pizza. They yeah. ordered snacks. Like they, we have cases of water bottles there. And the chapel team's been like giving us water or snacks outside yeah. of chapel just for us to just snack on, or we can just go to the cafe or be sure right. whatever at any time. So, I, um, yeah, I had like a donut this morning because they brought donuts for everybody. But honestly, I didn't have time to stop for lunch and I was just worshiping. So, to answer your question, no, not yet. I'm not today. Bar today. Yeah, I had a donut. Bad. I've just been praising the Lord. So, <laughs> yeah, I said, I, I said, sounds yeah. really healthy. Yeah. That's what I say there. Something like that. But no, um, that's but, great. You know, I'm just, Lord will sustain us in some way or another. And, you know, we're just on that so um, <laughs> um, yeah so I have a friend who might be coming um, I'm, I know you can't hear me um, yeah I can, we can hear you but um, that's okay but I'm asking if I have a friend who's around is my friend sorry I'm not that great of a typer oh my gosh I know so good sorry we're still talking about a song we can hear oh, okay well like I don't want to keep you I don't want to keep you um, um I don't know who that is okay no problem no he problem. may be here um but i don't know who that is i'm sorry um no that's fine that's fine okay Let, so um, i'm sorry i'm trying to get, uh, connect there at the same time okay, okay. so <laughs> one um let me ask one more question one more question one more question okay um like sure is, is over here like <laughs> one word like <laughs> there you go one more question just coming what do you hope comes from this that is a good question. Um, I mean, I can start. I think that I hope that this is like, this is something that lasts and this forms like deep connections with people. This isn't just some like mountain high, like mountaintop experience where people were like, oh, that was the Holy Spirit. And then when this ends, like, I don't want them to go back to their daily lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be changed. I want to look around campus and see that change, like God's love, how it's changing people and how it's changing the campus and how it's changing like relationships as well. You know, like I want, I want this to be like, thing where people can like now um, go from God's love and the, like love that they felt this weekend and just like spread that around campus spread that around their environment like whether that's even not on campus just like around the area we, we want this to spread like wildfire you know like we want this to do, not just be an Asbury thing for this to be a Lexington thing or a Kentucky thing like you know yeah absolutely um for yeah. me I mean I already feel like God's been moving in me just in this past like 30 hours which has been um, amazing um, but for me, reading the Bible in the morning is not something I normally do, or just at night even. I just read it kind of on my own time, like when I want. But this morning I actually got up and I was like so passionate to just like read the Bible and just let him pray to me before coming back um, to worship this morning. And I'm so glad that I did that because it's just kind of given me more of a positive day. And just, I mean, it's beautiful outside too, which helps. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a really great 30 hours and I yeah. hope it continues to go because I mean, it's really changing all of us for sure. Awesome. I can definitely tell. I just love the it. community of the room is changing. So yeah, thank, thank so, you well, so much. You, take yeah, us in one more time for one more look, just to show us. Since, since some of us can't yeah. get, it's great to be able to see this. I'm again with my niece Olivia Rogaski, who's at the Asbury Bible. She's just giving a little view of what's happening here. This is wonderful.
All right, I see some of my friends who are on there checking this out as well. Um, it's like I see a lot of people okay. from this area. It's well, like we, I, I hope you can hear the music and everything. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, thank you so thanks much. Thanks so Don't much. Thank you. you. All right, love Bye. you. All right, love bless you. you. All right, well, we are on just live there with my niece, Olivia Rogowski, as she was in, um, she's in Wilmore. She's, she's a freshman at Asbury University. Um, my, my parents have been there. My brother, he had to go to a conference today, but they've had a revival that's been going on for over 30 hours and um, special, special moment. And boy, I just got to get emotional thinking about it. And probably is, maybe the Lord is helping me not be able to, um, hey, Josh Hallahan, I see you there. If you're there, Maybe I could pull you in since you're there live. Um, uh, you could, yeah, I could bring you on. Uh, you might be able to, you might have to like my page, but if you, if you can hear me, Josh, I'd love to get your thoughts. Uh, maybe I can send you a text as well. Um, but I'd love to get, I, I, I saw Tom McCall there too. I was trying to get, get him on. But then again, why would somebody want to talk to me when they can be in there? You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to be there either. Um, I'm going to ask Josh if he can come on live with me too. Um, so if, uh, you have to like my page, unfortunately, that's how this works. Um, uh, okay, great. So Josh, if you, if, let me see if you can, um, you might have to go on and let's see if I can get you here. Um, oh, okay, great. I'm going to add you in. I'm going to send you an invite, Josh. So I'd love to get just a brief word from you. So get some different perspectives. And if you see, um, Hey, there he is. Hey, there we are. All right. Hey, Andy. Oh, good. Uh, Olivia's mom just saw I was with my uh, my niece who was on live uh, with me for a few minutes uh, from Hughes. Are you there, too? So I'm at, I'm home right now. I was okay. there for about three hours this afternoon and came home. Gotcha. So I was just summarizing what's happening, and I'll give up. Uh, my, my niece is there live, and so she was able to come in and show us what's going on in Hughes. It's a real blessing to see this. Sure. So, Josh, you work in a ministry that supports Asbury, uh, yep. Asbury University. So tell us, what, 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 what's been your experience with what's going on? Yes. So, uh, you know, we found out, uh, I guess I found out about 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon that chapel was still going. Uh, went back around 4 and it was it's just been a sweet time of you know worship the, the students singing together and then uh the spirit's just really guiding those in leadership of you know what we'd be praying for um you know there's been i guess twice now that i've been there they've had different times of, of asking for healing prayer uh people coming forward being anointed and, and prayed over uh then this afternoon there was a real man it was just really powerful time of confession and repentance and um students just flooding the altar, uh, just confessing their sins. Uh, you know, the community's pouring in, many from the seminary are coming over. Uh, and uh, just residents of Wilmore, it's just been really, really sweet. Yeah, nice. oh man, I'm so glad. And yeah. I, uh, I hope you got, I, I, there's a little jealousy, but it's not, not <laughs> sure. really rising up that much. Sure. But there's like, <laughs> no, this, this, my, my sense is like, uh how can i get right and so there's, there's a lot happening so i'm really glad um i'm really glad it's worked out um for you guys to be there and for the and, and just hearing from a variety of people Tom call just sent me a message too like yeah. with video, what's going on so anyhow i'm just so thankful that you guys are there and be able to have this experience oh. anything else you'd like like how do you describe it? i mean you've been in, in uh, ministry for more than you know a decade and, and like what makes this different yeah you know 
Oh, it's it's one of those times. It's it's really hard to find the words to describe what is happening. Um, I think you, there is just this this unity of the spirit moving, um, bringing bringing people together, and everyone. Yeah, everyone is expectant of big things. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, you just know that there is no human controlling this. Yeah. You know, uh, there's there's no emotional games being played. Uh, here, the spirit is just having his way in people, and it is exciting to see. I love it. Is that Kelly? I heard yep. a yeah there. She's yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Yeah. You agree, Kelly? Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, and everybody's just being sensitive to the spirit, I think. Um, I had somebody come up to me today, and she was like, I don't, like, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be at work, but I somebody canceled, and so I had an hour free, and she's like, I think I'm here for you. I think wow. I'm here to pray for you. Yeah. And so we had a real precious time of prayer. Um, yeah. Healing, like freedom, it felt like freedom. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Now, now uh, this, this either one, Kelly, you know, like you and I were at Asbury together. We went to a couple hundred chapels together. I think we even sat yeah. by each other, close to yeah. each other one time. So like, uh, you know, how would you describe what's different from a regular church service or even a former, another chapel? Yeah, I think... Um, I think once when we were at Asbury, Chapel ran over, um, and it just just seems like everybody is wanting to linger and to be with everyone and to be with God. Um, I, the sermon yesterday was um, on like the love that God is inviting us to give people. Yeah. It isn't something that we can manufacture. Like we can't love like that. Wow. It yeah. has to be us receiving the love of God before we can give that kind of love. And um, so I think that is really, it's, I think that's one, one of the things that's different is that everyone's recognizing that we can't make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we're really dependent. I love it. Yeah. Well, thanks for getting, let me just bug you. Absolutely. I'm glad you guys, glad you guys are there and able to help, help with some of the leadership in that moment and being around for the students. Like I know you all are doing regularly through Francis Asbury Society yeah. and all those things that you all are doing. So yeah. anyhow, thanks for coming on with me for a Absolutely. second. And uh, holy jealousy, but nevertheless, <laughs> praising You're God. For all that Come on up. Come on up. I know. You, you never know. It might, you might be hearing me knock on your door at 2 a.m. or something. That would be great. You're welcome. welcome. You're welcome. All right. Bless you guys. <laughs> all right, Andy. coming on. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. See ya. So everybody here, just, just checking in with folks and let, let you know what's happening. I just, uh, uh, seeing what's happening at Asbury University, I felt like I wanted to get uh, get a little first glimpse of what's happening, like a first-hand encounter and so i had my niece olivia uh faith uh not facetime what am i doing here facebook facebook live and facebook living and so we we're able to get connected there um so it's great we just pray god will continue to work in other places and work there for those students and the faculty and staff and community members who are coming and participating so uh, what a blessing that god's moving in that way and let's keep praying. All right, thanks for checking it out. I don't know if I'll publish this in some other way, um, but at least it's here on my, on my page. God bless you all, thanks for coming along.